Today, we take a look at 10 likely candidates that the Packers will draft in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. First up, Justin Fields. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Watch the Packers draft. None of these guys grassing. And uh, yeah, I originally had a list of 13, but it didn't really sound good as a list. And then it'd be unlucky, and then we would draft like Kyle Trask or something. So I narrowed it down to 10. There's a good possibility the Packers don't draft any of these people, but... These are the guys I think they'll target. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new patron over at patreon.com slash comedy, and that is Maddie Charles. A big shout out and thank you to you. Now, some of these guys we've talked about before and we did either individual videos on them or they were in the top CBs or the top wide receiver videos that I did. And so there's kind of a mix. There's wide receivers, there's linebackers, there's corners, and there's even an offensive lineman on here. But the way that I compiled this list was that based off of rumblings on the good old internets and taking a look at some value and taking a look at who the Packers usually target, this is kind of how I put together this list of 10 potential candidates that they'll go after tomorrow night. So, without any further ado, let's get started with numero uno, a wide receiver. I know, bear with me. I know it's most likely not going to happen. But Rashad Bateman from good old Minnesota. Gross. But he's a good football player. At six foot, 190 pounds, ran a 4.3940. This guy, oh, this guy. There's been a lot of chatter over the internet so that apparently the Packers have done extensive research on this guy. So much so that there's even rumblings about potentially a trade up. Could it happen? Maybe. In three years, Bateman had 147 receptions, nearly 2,400 yards, 19 touchdowns, 11 of which came in 2019. And this guy has the size, he has the speed, and he really would be a remarkable weapon for Aaron Rodgers. So it's really no shock or surprise that his name is getting thrown around. Of course, there is the hesitation for me as a Packers fan since we haven't drafted a wide receiver for oh so long in the first round. It would be quite a statement if the Packers decided to trade up and get one right away and basically shut all the haters up. All of them. Not just kidding. They'll find a way to complain anyway. But Rashad Bateman is really, really high on this list. And if he's still available in the early 20s, I wouldn't doubt the Packers going up and getting them. Number two, you got another wide receiver, and that is Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver from Florida. 5'11", 189 pounds, ran a 4'3", same as Bateman. In four years, he's had 120 receptions, nearly 1,600 yards, 12 touchdowns, 10 of which came last year. This guy has been described, we did a video on him specifically, this guy has been described as a Randall Cobb-esque kind of guy playing out of the slot. He's versatile. He's got that elusive speed, that quickness, that twitch, everything that you would like to see. Now, personally, I wouldn't like to trade up and get him if he falls to us at 29. I think the Packers could pull the trigger depending if Bateman is still available. But right now, Kadarius Toney is definitely 
definitely on the Packers' radar. And then rounding out the potential wide receivers in the first round, we got Elijah Moore from Ole Miss at 5'9", 178 pounds, ran a 4-3-2 40-yard dash, in three years had 189 receptions for nearly 2,500 yards, 16 touchdowns, eight of which came last year. Elijah Moore has been slowly but surely climbing up draft boards and has actually replaced Rondale Moore, the other Moore, into potentially sneaking into the first round. We talked about Elijah Moore. I do like his draft value. I would like him a whole lot more in the second, but I gotta be honest, if the Packers wind up just picking someone else, I don't think he's gonna be around by the time we get to pick number 62. And so if there is a run on wide receivers, this could be a guy the Packers decide to target. Heading over to linebackers with number four, we got Zayvon Collins, the linebacker from Tulsa at 6'5", 259 pounds. Not the fastest linebacker. It posted a 4.67, but did he make up for it in productivity? In three years, had 129 solo tackles, 25 of them for a loss, seven and a half sacks, five interceptions, four of which were last year, two touchdowns, eight passes defended, and three fumble recoveries. This guy is a game changer in the middle of the field and why I think the Packers might decide finally to go linebacker in the first round is because of Joe Barry. He loves utilizing his linebackers. He's turned linebackers into superstars before, and this is a position that we're a little slim at right now. You put Collins in the middle, you have to worry about far less. Number five, sticking with linebacker, we got Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa, otherwise known as J-O-K, the linebacker from Notre Dame at 6'1 and 221 pounds. Sat out of the 40-yard dash, but good God, if you turn on his tape, that man can fly. Only two years of play, but 96 solo tackles, 24 and a half for loss, seven sacks, one interception, seven passes defended, and four fumble recoveries. In 2019, he was awarded the Buckus Award for being the best linebacker in all of college football. And if you turn on this guy's tape, this man can play. He's a great tackler. He plays with a lot of speed. He has a high motor. I have constantly mock draft him to the Cleveland Browns and him not making it to the Green Bay Packers at 29. I've seen in some other mocks him going even earlier now, but this might be a guy, don't be completely surprised if the Packers go, hey, this guy is like the complete package. Let's trade up and get him. Number six, we got a D lineman on the board and that is Christian Barmore from Alabama at 6'4", 310 pounds, still ran a 4.93 40-yard dash. There is some news coming out that may drop his draft value about apparently he's adverse to some coaching styles, but if we just put that to the side, in two years, he's had 34 solo tackles, 15 and a half for a loss, 10 sacks, five passes defended, and three forced fumble. This is the kind of guy that you want next to Kenny Clark, and why would the Packers decide to go D-lineman when there's other needs? Well, you have Kenny Clark sitting there in the middle, and then other than that, not a whole lot. We talked about this with Tyler Lancaster, Montrevious Adams, and again, I like Kiki, but hasn't seen the field a whole lot and hasn't really stuck out. And so this, you address an immediate need, and now you have pass rushers all over the place. Then, right off the bat, you have an amazing D-line. You don't have to rely on the outside linebackers. And yeah, you got a, you got a scary line here. So... Honestly, while I think a lot of Packers fans might not be happy necessarily with this pick, yeah, this might be a great trench pick. Then seven through nine, we're gonna go to our corners. We've talked about each one of these gentlemen, so let's just break them down quickly. First, we got Asante Samuel Jr., for a cornerback from Florida State at 5'10", 180 pounds, ran a 4'4", 5'40", yard dash. This guy, when we talked about him individually, is a ball hawk, and I know his size is a bit of a concern, 
But man, can this kid play? In three years, had 71 solo tackles. He had three for a loss, four interceptions, three last year, 29 passes defended, 14 in 2019, two fumble recoveries, and one forced fumble. He could play like his daddy, and his daddy got a lot of interceptions. And so Asante Samuel Jr., as I said before, I would love to get him in the second. I don't think, again, he's going to last to 62. Now, could the Packers potentially pick him up if they trade back with maybe a team like the Bengals? Absolutely. But don't be surprised if they go after Asante Samuel Jr. if a lot of these other guys are already taken. Then number eight, this guy, I I have the strongest feeling that this is the guy the Packers are targeting in the first round and this is who they're going to trade up for. And that's Greg Newsom, the second, the corner from Northwestern. At 6'1", 190 pounds, ran a 4'3", 40-yard dash. In three years, he's gotten 55 solo tackles, one for loss, one interception, 20 passes defended, and one fumble recovery. While I would rank Horn and Sertan above Greg Newsom, I think he's the third best corner in the draft. I would imagine he's probably going to go in the early 20s if he even makes it that far. So if he winds up dropping, I would not be surprised if the Packers trade up and get him. There's a lot of corner needy teams around where the Packers are picking. You're looking at the Titans, you're looking at the Saints, etc. So I think Greg Newsom would really, really fulfill a need. And on top of that, he's really, really polished. You line him up with Jair Alexander and oh, that secondary is scary. Then finally rounding off the corners, you got Caleb Farley, the CB from Virginia Tech at 6'2", 207 pounds. The big thing about him is his health. Is his back going to be okay? That's the big what if. As I've already talked about in separate videos, if his back was fine, I think he goes in the top 15. In two years, had 43 solo tackles, one for a loss, one sack, six interceptions, and 19 passes defended. The guy has the speed, he has the height, and he is just the total package. There's a big red flag and a big question mark at his health, and that's the only concerning thing. There's a good chance that Farley doesn't even make it anywhere near the Packers because a team decides to take a flyer on him, but again, this could be the Packers guy. And then finally, to end it off with an offensive tackle, we have Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State at 6'6", 317 pounds, This would fill a great need. The Packers got exposed in the NFC Championship game with their offensive line, even though, of course, our all-pro David Bakhtiari left tackle was not there, so that makes a big difference. There's still question marks if Bakhtiari is going to be ready for week one. On top of that, you had Rick Wagner who left. Of course, Corey Lindsley left. So there are some holes that need to be filled amongst that offensive line, and I wouldn't be shocked if the Packers address them right away. What I like about Jenkins is his versatility, just like Elton Jenkins. He's played right tackle, left tackle, and also guard. Now, some people are bashing the fact that he doesn't really have long arms, but if you watch his tape, what I like about him is he just drives people into the ground and destroys them. He has really nice hands that make up for his length of arm strength, and considering, again, he's played multiple positions along that line, I think he could be a great weapon, because he would be, in protecting Aaron Rodgers. So those are my 10 likely prospects that I think the Packers will draft on night one, if they even pick on night one and they don't trade back. Other guys who didn't make the cut but were really close, you had offensive tackle Samuel Cosme, you had safety slash corner Javon Holland, and you have linebacker Jamin Davis from Kentucky who has been flying up mock drafts. I think I even saw him getting drafted in the teens in one today. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think it's a fair shot that one of these guys is going to become a Green Bay Packer tomorrow night? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy. 
and the YouTube members. But tonight is one of the most fun streams of the year at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We got a night of too many mock drafts in which we'll do a whole bunch of serious mock drafts. And then, of course, we will just descend into drunken madness and start drafting all the quarterbacks. Be there. It'll be a good time. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pack Go. We'll be right back.